0: This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Is it hyperbole to say that we just saw the best weekend of football in the history of mankind? Not in mankind's history. Not Even in the whenever slightest. a caveman picked up a rock and started running it to the other end of the prairie or whatever the hell. You know, I,
1: I heard 5,000 B.C. Rock Championship game was was, was really good. Lit, was a, 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 was a must. A
0: must lit. Must watch. Decided by a safety is what I hear <laughs> that game was. But that was an unbelievable two forty eight hours of football that we just underwent together, and I don't know how to come down from that high. I really don't.
1: I don't think you can.
0: Every single game was close. Every single game was won on the last play of the game. Three walk-off field goals and a walk-off touchdown in the finale of things on Sunday Night Football. Just start at the top and work our way all the way through these games. The first team to punch their ticket to the AFC Championship game was unbelievably the Cincinnati Bengals as they go into Tennessee and take out King Henry. And the Tennessee Titans. Not just
1: knock him out, but make King Henry completely Pedestrian.
0: Yeah. He ran the ball 20 times and got 62 yards on the ground, grinded out 3.1 yards per carry. I honest, there's a lot of things you can question about the game plan from Tennessee.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You look at Derrick Henry. He was falling forward every time. He was gaining positive yardage every time. But it was... Very literally, three yards, four yards, three yards, two yards, three yards, and he would get taken down. You throw Dante Foreman out there for a couple runs. He's he takes one yards. for 45 yeah. yards. Yeah. He averages 16 yards per carry. He's got, of course, 45-yarder is going to skew this, but four carries for 66 yards on the ground, and you only gave him the ball four times. I understand you got the king, and you want to keep feeding him that rock, But at some point, you got to say to yourself, Dante Foreman's been playing pretty well the past couple of weeks, and he's exploding through these holes a lot faster than Derrick Henry is. Maybe hand the ball off to Foreman a couple more times and see how that goes. Regardless, I think towards the stretch, they should have handed the ball off to Henry or Foreman, no matter what. The fact that they were still passing the ball with Ryan Tannehill, I mean, they were just absolutely playing with fire. And then... For Tannehill to force that ball into A.J. Brown that got intercepted at the end of that game, it was everybody all year long and for the past years have been saying you can't win with Ryan Tannehill. That's exactly the kind of play that they were talking about. That's exactly the kind of play that they foreshadowed was going to happen. He forces the ball into an elite top 10, maybe top 5 receiver in the NFL who's completely covered, it gets tipped up in the air, it gets turned over, the Bengals only have to get a nice chunk play of about 20 yards to be in field goal range to end the game. I mean, you just have to be aware of your situation and you have to be aware of when to force the ball into something and when to just eat it. And if worst case comes to worst case, you just play for overtime. But you do not give the Bengals an opportunity to be the team to break your heart. You either are the team that gets the last second field goal and walks off or it goes into overtime. It can't be anything but those two options with that few time that was left on the clock.
1: And the field position,
0: too. And where you you're at on the yeah. field.
1: About can't halfway, turn the ball yeah. over there. No.
0: And it's not even like the Bengals made a beautiful play on the ball. They did, but it was a completely forced pass into double coverage.
1: And also, why, why are you throwing the ball there?
0: That's what I mean. I would have I just ran the ball, see if you can break a big one. If not maybe throw a pass or two towards the field goal line at the end of your possession, and then worst-case scenario, let's let's get a coin toss going and see if we can win a coin toss.
1: You don't need to be... I mean, Ryan Tannehill... Sorry, Ryan Tannehill had already thrown two interceptions earlier that day. So why are you trusting the ball, putting the ball in his hands rather than Foreman or Henry? Something you've done all year long. You've been able to win despite not having Henry, but exactly like you pointed out, Foreman was doing the job, not just as well, but getting the job done enough so that you could still lock up the number one seat.
0: Yeah, exactly. I and mean you put
1: the ball in and in, 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 in Ryan Tannehill's hands. I know AJ Brown is great. I know he he was having a, a pretty good game. He got off to a great start, that first possession, that that long thirty yard combat catch he had. But I'm putting the ball in my I'm putting the ball on the ground before I'm putting it in Ryan Tannehill's hands on that last drive. You just have to know when to
0: eat eat the ball and and when to be full protection mode. And I look at the other sideline and I see nothing but that. He did throw an interception in this game, but Burrow was sacked nine times. And every single time he got sacked, he took the sack. He didn't try to do some Kyler Murray, Carson Wentz, fall over, throw the ball up 50 yards into the air.
1: Or what Kyler Murray did in that. And that uh, postseason game via wildcard now, where he's like being spun and he just like, and he just tries tries throws it, it up into the air. Pick six. Like, yeah,
0: Burrow took every sack. He just laid down, got up, handed the ball to the ref, punted the ball away to live to fight another day. He didn't panic and he didn't make bad decisions because of the pressure. And. It's hilarious to me to look at the box score, and the quarterback that got sacked nine times wasn't the quarterback that threw the three interceptions. It was the quarterback that got sacked once that was the quarterback that threw three interceptions and lost the game. I mean, it's incredible to juxtapose both of these players and see Ryan Tannehill, a veteran, been in the league for a while now, really struggle with the postseason moment. And then on the other hand, a second-year man, Joe Burrow, first playoff ever. Second playoff game. Second playoff game ever, first playoff run ever. Mm -hmm. Gets his ass absolutely
1: beat. Demolished.
0: Worse than any quarterback I can remember in recent memory. And still only turns the ball over once, throws for over 340 yards, and comes away with a win without throwing a touchdown pass. I mean he's just he's just a winner. Like we talked about the intangibles on an episode we did earlier with Brady's a winner, Rodgers with the with the uh, accuracy and Breeze with the accuracy and Manning with the the mental acumen. I mean, Burrow checks the, Bre- the Brady box mm. where everything kind of doesn't seem to click on all cylinders but for But he's going to win you the game. But You win the football game at the end. And that pass he hit Chase with to get into field goal range for McPherson's final field goal. Beautiful, beautiful ball. Beautiful catch. Executed to perfection, leads them right out of bounds, dude. The dude just wins.
1: That's all Joe Burrow knows how to do. Mm-hmm. If even if they lose the Chiefs next weekend, which I am not ready to roll over and and concede that quite yet. In Arrowhead is so tough. It's tough. They beat them in Cincinnati. In Cincinnati. This year, but even if they lose, but the Chiefs are on the revenge tour. Sure. Lost to the Bills. Beat the Bills. Even if they lose the Bengals next week. Is this the greatest exceeding of expectation season by any franchise we've seen in they, the last 20 years or so?
0: They pulled off the, ever, the, the incredibly hard and ever elusive worst to first. They mm-hmm. went from worst in the AFC North to first in the AFC North in just one year's time. That's incredibly hard to do. And they're in just their third AFC championship game in team history. So, yeah. First I, since,
1: I, I believe... 1988. 88, yeah. So, I,
0: I, yeah, I think this is one of the more shocking seasons that we've ever seen in the NFL. Now, it depends on how you want to term where you thought the Bengals were, because I don't think that we thought they'd be this good or playoff good, but I also don't think that we thought they'd be dumpster bad. And no, but they, they were, were a
1: three-win team or four-win team, whatever they were the year before, and we said, okay, with Burrow healthy, I can see them winning six games. Yes. Seven games yes. as, a, as an, but seven games as the ceiling. We thought next year was the year. Mm-hmm. We thought this was the, oh, hey,
0: the Bengals are figuring things out. This isn't an easy win anymore. And then the next year was the year they put it all together. They are a year ahead of schedule. The fact that they're in the AFC title game with that offensive line. Incredible. It's incredible. And you know where they're going with their first couple picks in this draft. I mean, you would have to think that they're going to take linemen, lineman, linemen. And that's all they should do because the defense is ahead of schedule and has playmakers on it you could facilitate you could obviously sprinkle in some more talent mm-hmm. defensively and i bet they open up the checkbook in free agency on that defensive side of the ball as well got you got to open up that checkbook with burrow on the rookie deal like that's that's game time right there is if you can start spending some money while he's still on the cheap that's humongous for mm-hmm. your your team's individual success so Interested to see that, but they are a year ahead of schedule and they are already in the AFC Championship game. When they figure that offensive line out, if they do, that's going to be the best team in football. So if you're going to get them, this actually might be the year that you get them because next year and the year after that, couple good picks on the line, couple good signings on the line, they'll probably be a lot of teams people's favorite to end up oh, lifting yeah. that Lombardi trophy, which is just something very insane a little before we move on to the next game Bengals third AFC championship game of all time 2 and 0 in recent AFC championship games once they get here they're there they get to the Super Bowl now once they get to the Super Bowl they lose the Super Bowl to the San Francisco 49ers who are still alive on the other side <laughs> of the conference and Jacob if we get Niners Bengals it would join Steelers-Cowboys as the only three two time. franchises to meet at least three times in a Super Bowl. Bengals-Niners. That's a, weird a rivalry one. that no one really remembers. That's a weird one. But one that is very much alive right now. Uh, the nightcap on Saturday night was the bigger, up, biggest upset of the weekend. The Niners beating the Packers in Green Bay.
1: Look, Personally, other than the, the greatest game we may have ever seen. This was the post-season. one that entertained you
0: the most? Huh? This was the one that you had the most entertainment by, just because of Rogers losing. Rogers losing. He's a crackpot, man. He was saying some wacky things before the game to in an interview about vaccinated and unvaccinated, and it's like, bro, play football. You're playing in an NFC divisional round game against a team on the team that, that you're 0-3 against play. in right. playoff history.
1: Maybe try not to go 0-4 against them, but whatever. I he's, love. I love how nuts. everyone has kind of resurfaced the quotes he had in the '05 5 draft. When the Niners passed on him, went with Alex Smith instead. He said they regret it. Said, you know, I'm going to make the 49ers regret passing on me. Uh Uh-oh, buddy, you're 0-4 against the Niners in in your entire career in the playoffs. He did win a Super Bowl, and the Niners have yet to win a Super Bowl. Sure. However, it's not been at the Niners' expense. But the Niners have been to more Super Bowls than he has
0: since the draft has happened. They've been to two. They lost to the Chiefs, and then they lost to the oh, Ravens. I
1: completely forgot about the one against the Chiefs. Yep. Yeah. So, so who so got the last laugh? I, he still has it. The Niners are now still ahead of him. But get, still the, alive. get
0: the ring this year, yeah. San Fran, and you've, you're running laps around him all of a sudden. You're 4-0. and oh, You've got three Super Bowl appearances. Well, now one it's ring. done.
1: Because I, if if Rodgers doesn't come back, San Fran won yeah, for the rest him. of time, and it's, it's done.
0: It is hilarious how the world works though and your childhood favorite team becomes the one that's your boogeyman and the one that you can't get past no matter what. Right.
1: Remember Roger I went to Cal, grew up. He wanted the to Niders. be a niner, no question. Yeah, wanted-
0: Ever and I think it there was a real possibility in that if they didn't draft Lance, they would be ahead of the class as far as trying to grab him from San Fran. But Jimmy G's in the title game again seems to is. always be there, and you have Trey Lance, so they're not going to be in that sweepstakes at all now. But everybody and their mother wants to put this on special teams, and that was the big thing that came out of the game afterwards, is that, up oh, blocked field goal towards the end of the half, mm-hmm. and, up oh, of course, blocked punt for a touchdown. Special teams, it's been the plague of the Packers all year. It's the reason why they lost. It was their undoing. Yeah, it, one of the worst special teams in the history of the NFL for and then, the and then entire the regular part, season. The
1: best part, too. Lining up 10 guys, ten guys on the, the last final field play. goal. So it was in a
0: cataclysmically bad performance from special teams and a terrible special teams unit all year long. But the fact that everybody is so quick to go, it was special teams, it was special teams. And not teams, Rodgers. He scored 10 points at home mm-hmm. in an NFC divisional round playoff game against a secondary that I think could have been had. Keewan Williams was getting cooked by Devontae Adams anytime they wanted it. Anytime they wanted Devontae mm-hmm. Adams on those out routes, he was open. And the deep ball from the, to Devontae Adams where he was bracketed and it right. just kind of landed. It was perfect coverage. It just kind of landed in front of the Niner. I think it was Randall Cobb going across the middle. Wide,
1: wide open. open.
0: He catches that. He's at least running it down to the Niners' 20-yard line. On the other fly route, I think it was Lazard to the left sideline, not in the middle mm. of the field where Adams mm-hmm. was. Wide open, didn't single see him. coverage. Didn't see him. Like, and I wanted to say, okay, maybe he was under duress because God, that Niners front yeah. ass right now. He had a ton of time in the all twenty-two to make that play. He wasn't under pressure at all. It's a really, really bad read from Aaron Rodgers, and kind of to the point where I'm thinking, is he even going through his progressions, is or he is he just, just saying right seventeen? I'm throwing it up to him. So. I don't get why it's just so easy for everybody to be special teams, special teams, special teams. It's all No, special teams. I don't
1: see it either. I mean I've... it was Rogers' fault they lost this game. Absolutely. You 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 lock up the first you lock up the number one overall seed. You are the you are the NFC favorite to represent your conference and the Super Bowl, and for the second year in a row you lose at home.
0: And I'm just so tired of hearing like, oh it's this and oh it's that like Ugh, it's not this and that. Like he has Adams. He has Jones. Dylan's a good running back. The line is obviously not that great. And Bakchari couldn't play. But you know what? It's good enough. And the defense is all world status sure. in Green Bay.
1: They just got back um after going out in week one. Um shoot, what's his name? Zedarius Smith. Zedarius Smith. Yeah. I mean, you go the entire you bring him back. You limit San- you hold San Francisco to six offensive points. It's it's insane.
0: It's absolutely insane that people want to put the special teams as the reason to blame for that one. But you also have to give the God, Niners credit okay. for playing good defense, yes. and you have to give Debo Samuel credit for being an absolute freak of nature because that dude is a stud. And good good on Shanahan and the offensive of minds in San Francisco to use him as a running back because ever since they've had their running back and had to turn to Elijah Mitchell, a rookie, as kind of their main guy, mm-hmm. They put Debo in the backfield and he's been he works. the best running it's, back they've had.
1: I, I mean it was in the early part of the season it was Cordero Patterson in Atlanta as the wide receiver running back flex that really worked. But Atlanta not a great team Patterson kind of faded off whereas Debo Samuel hit his stride and that offense as great as George Kittle is as a tight end completely I think revolves around the success of Debo Samuel and George Kittle now not just one guy.
0: Sunday at 3 o'clock, Rams and Buccaneers kicked off. Tampa Bay was getting their butt beat all game long. And then Tom Brady things started to happen. Well, let me ask you this. Did Tom Brady things start to happen or did L.A. Rams choking start to happen? What, what happened more? No, I think L.A. Rams choking started because happening
1: more. He're, here's a, the here's biggest one.
0: choke was the snap behind Matt Stafford. After they fump- they got the ball right back from Tampa Bay, right, and then they just snapped it right by Stafford's legs.
1: Like That was the biggest, oh my God, they're going to choke moment to me. I think it has to be Tom Brady, because this always happens for Tom Brady, where he's down early, and there's a huge comeback effort needed to happen in order for him to win the game, and he does it. Every like the time. circumstances just go right for him.
0: Like every Collinsworth time. and Michaels were joking about the Atlanta Super Bowl and like. Al was saying at halftime, he was like, this might be a halftime speech where Brady's like, let me tell you a bedtime story. And, and, and I was the, down 28-3, to three, and then it is, happens. The like, best
1: part is, is that this
0: wasn't even the biggest deficit he's faced. I just think it's funny that the announcing team was able to say that this could happen, and then it ended up happening. But like, everyone was
1: thinking it. I mean, yeah. Al Michaels and Collins were throwing the broadcast, but everyone in the country watching this game. It was like, if I, there's anybody to do it, It's, it's going to be Brady. And he
0: did it and it really it, he's like he's like a dra- he's like a vampire he's like dracula like you think Just he's dead and then he, he pops never, out of the co- like dead. you have to kill him eight times and that's what the rams were able to do they killed him eight times i mean that pass to cooper cup from matt stafford that was the best pass oh of stafford's gosh. career right
1: The 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 first or the second one
0: the second think, one that gave him the yeah. field goal the deep ball to To kick the field goal to win, that was the best, biggest, highest stake pass for sure. Sure, and I just think because of that, the best pass he's ever had in his career. Yeah, the first one was actually kind of bad. He underthrew him. Coop had to kind of wait to catch it. No, it was a great play
1: by Coop or Cup. Sorry, well, yeah, I I I called him Coop, and then I I followed suit. But it was a great play by Cup. The second pass, and then to get out of bounds too. Right, he, he catches that ball about midfield. He's got to get out of bounds because they have no timeouts. Left. No, they ran down and spiked it. He got he was down no, in the middle. They, no, they they it was a, he ran out of bounds and then the next play it was the the touchdown. Are no, you talking the
0: about touchdown. the first the first? Yeah 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 yeah, yeah. the not first the, one. Not the second one. Not the second the, one. The game. No, I'm saying
1: one. both plays by Cooper. You get you give credit to Cooper Cup on the first I, catch. You give credit to Stafford. I put on the Stafford second as one.
0: a better throw as than Cup catching the second. That was an unbelievable pass and. It was fun to watch him scramble down the field and
1: spike, 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 spike. And it guys reminds right now. you of that game when against he the was Cowboys. Like a, no, against the Browns. It's the Cowboys yes. where he did that, and he but snuck I, the ball in like right, he didn't even right, spike right, it. He right. just snuck
0: it over and and scored the touchdown. Big win for Stafford. Big win for the Rams. And I think they're my favorite right now, honestly. Wow, I do
1: more so than, than the, the Chiefs.
0: Chiefs. Yeah, I. That's a really, really, really strong off. I think Chiefs Rams is the best matchup we can get right now.
1: Yeah, Uh, that's what we're hoping for. And how crazy is I'm hoping
0: for Niners Bengals because (laughs) of that that weird history. If you don't get Chiefs Rams, you you want want Niners Niners Bengals. And finally, do
1: you remember? Do you remember a couple years ago, like three years ago, the Monday night game? That we we this this next game we're about to talk about, the last game of the of this past weekend, Bills Chiefs. Maybe been the greatest football game ever played. It's up there, but the greatest regular season game in recent Rams, memory? Rams, Chiefs. Rams, Chiefs, Monday night. The final score was like 51 to 48. We could get that in the Super Bowl. How great would that be? I
0: don't think anything we're going to get in the Super Bowl is going to top what happened on Sunday night. Oh, though. my goodness. The Bills and the Chiefs played probably the best game in the history of the NFL, and I don't think that's being hyperbolic to even say that. Uh, they scored 25 points in the last two minutes of the game. These two teams did. It's... It's honestly remarkable.
1: And it's um, not like they hadn't scored at all before that. It wasn't like it was 3-3 three, three, or 6-3 or 7-6. Or this was a high-scoring game already, and then they just went all feel, out in the last two minutes.
0: I feel so much pain for Buffalo, mm, it's horrible. for Josh Allen, because all broadcast Roma was saying, these are the drives, these are the legacy makers, this is the drive that can really establish Josh Allen's legacy. And he, he did it. He did it. Ev- he did everything right. Like he did everything right except for catch or leave 13 seconds on the clock. That's 13, not his 13 fault. seconds. That's not his 13 fault. seconds. 13. Okay, so there I don't even think I could get up from this chair and get to the door in the
1: studio we're in in 13 seconds right now. The He two, got 60 yards down the field. The two questions that everyone has been asking, or you know, the two topics have been why didn't the Bills kick a squib kick? And do the I agree over- with that one? Do the overtime rules need to change? Yeah, but I'm you, not going to. You agree with the decision to not squib it? No, or they should have squibbed they it. They should have. They have need squibbed to it. put the ball in play because there. that that
0: kills three seconds at least. At the very minimum. Although is eight seconds enough time for Patrick. Maybe like he had like three seconds to spare Maybe. in that that. Um, I think the overtime rules do need to be changed. I think for the interest of entertainment, it would have been great to see Josh Allen get the ball back last night and have a chance to at least answer the Kansas City Chiefs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not going to say that the overtime rules need to be changed because of what happened last night, though. I've been a proponent of that before you last who was night. was a
1: big proponent of it just two years ago, three years ago? The Kansas City Chiefs when they faced off against New England Same in the thing. AFC Championship. Same exact during. thing yep. happened
0: to them. Uh, so they kind of— got karma back on their own favorite this time, but I'm not going to be the guy that sits here on Monday morning and says, well, a coin toss decided a football game and needs to be fixed. No, I think it needs to be fixed for other reasons. What decided the football game is that you had 13 seconds to stop the Chiefs from getting down 60 yards and you couldn't get it done. You that are. That's what lost the football huh. game for you. And my God, Josh Allen – you and Mahomes are going to be one A and one B, I think, for a long time. Except for this other guy in the AFC Championship game that might have <laughs> something to say about it too. But those two, I mean, Burrow's good. Don't get me wrong; he's not there yet. He's not at that kind of a level yet. Okay, but maybe he is. You're you're
1: arguing is invalid if if Burrow somehow wins pulls this it game. Off yeah, year, then he's
0: week. then he might be better, the best of all of them. But what Josh Allen's able to do is just so so special and. That guy's gonna win a Super Bowl.
1: Yes. I, I think that guy and that tragic. team is gonna win a Super Bowl. It would be Bowl tragic for him not to.
0: But you do worry that this was the year and that was the game and somehow, some way they still found a way to lose it. Man.
1: But it's, I but it's I do so think tough. I do
0: think that he will get Buffalo over that finish line
1: eventually. He just seems to be too talented to not. Uh I, I just can't remember a time that Throughout the entire what it's a sixty minute game, uh, for the for the previous fifty seven minutes, I was glued to the TV as ever, and then somehow in the last three minutes, I, I I might as well have been a part of the TV. My my body was attached to the TV.
0: Yeah, it was the, it was the most fun I think I remember having watching a football game in, in my life, that that the Steelers were not involved in. I'll say that. Because that Super Bowl against Arizona, nothing's going to top that one. No, for personal, never, for pressure. Never, pleasure. ever,
1: ever, ever. This, uh, it's tough.
0: And now well, we're. It's in, good
1: that we're in the off season. We can have time to actually debate this.
0: And now we're in Conference Championship Week, and that is all that people need to know. Final Four is here: Bengals, Chiefs, Rams, Niners.
1: This was not the Chance Final Four. Chance to go to the Super Bowl. Not the Final Four, I thought it would be. I think half
0: of it is. Half
1: of it is. But <laughs> the other two, at least you could have said, okay, maybe it's it's Buffalo getting... or If it's not Buffalo, maybe Tennessee gets there. Maybe Baltimore gets there. Maybe Cleveland gets there. You were saying that at the beginning of the year. In the NFC side of things, it wasn't just... I mean, there were a ton of teams. Packers, Rams, uh, Cardinals at one point, uh, Buccaneers... Cowboys could all have been there, and I would not have been shocked. It's the Niners and the Bengals that are, what are you doing here?
0: Super Bowl rematch, round three. Oh, my gosh. Collision course. Oh, my gosh. That'll do it for this episode of Steelers Standard. As always, we appreciate you guys giving us a listen. For Jacob Brecht, I'm Tom Offerman. We'll be back again with some fresh episodes later this week on the Steelers Standard.